Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sports Joe presents the GAA Hour. You're all very welcome to the show. Um... We have a new guest uh, today, uh, a Cork man, uh, a very co- happy Cork man today. <laughs> I don't know about that once we start getting into the conversation, but uh, delighted to be here anyway. Thanks for having me. No Bye. bother at all, Dan. Uh, Dan Casey, it's great to have you. You're a new uh, a new signing for for sports show, so uh, how you're you're happy to be here anyway. Ah, uh, look, the contract was right, so I just I just had to put the pen to paper then once I saw that. Yeah, you're you're happy with the terms of the deal <laughs> and, and all this, yeah. A few things I'm unhappy with, but uh, look, I'll sort that out at uh, in that yeah. some stage, I'd say. Yeah, that'll come. A few um, goal bonuses <laughs> and so on. I'm sure to come come down the line. Um, well, look, it's a good weekend uh, for a Corkman to be in here. You haven't had uh, two wins, so I suppose they're not the most uh, heartening of wins the way they've happened. But um, look, we got over the line. Yeah, uh, much to be said for that. Yeah, and you do uh, a bit of a radio show yourself down in Cork as well. Like that's obviously you're big into hurling and football, is it? Dan? Oh, it would have been mainly. It's probably hurling, League of Ireland soccer, and all that shouldn't be mentioned on the GA or no, and then Gaelic football. Admittedly, but okay. uh, that'll be my other preference now. But yeah, it's good. I got to speak to I got to speak to Clear yesterday. Not the name drop him early on, but um, yeah, he seemed happy enough with the win. We'll get into it a bit later on anyway, yeah. but I think he was a man whose job was under serious threat before yesterday. To be John honest. Cleary. Yeah. Yeah, he said he said we were absolutely livid at half time. They were eight six down to for Mana, so probably he was to eat the heads off him because yeah, he knew the job was on the line, I'd say. Yeah, he seemed like a man who did give them a bit of a bollocking, did he? <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say there wouldn't have been any phone call after the game at me if, uh, if they'd come out the other side of it. But right. So he, they, he, they did. They did. They did. And he was happy enough chatting to you, was he? He seemed it anyway. You'd have to ask him that. But uh, yeah, he seemed happy enough with the win. And I'm sure why wouldn't he be yeah. uh, onto a huge game now against Kildare next week, which for both these teams going to be a mad one. Yeah. Um, the Cork jerseys, Dan. Watch, watch one. What, I what have one. I should have brought one in. Like what are we? What do we think? Like uh, it's like a bit of red paint was just dabbed across a black T-shirt. I like it. It's like an old um, abstract art or something. No. Mm. What, what's your take on it? 
I'm not a fan now. I, I just didn't like it. I thought, and I, but maybe if the shorts were different, I, the way the shorts are the same pattern the whole way down, it's just it's not happening. Me. Ah yeah, the white shorts might have broken it up as well, but I'd say the black just in case we shit ourselves once again. I'd say it would have blended in nicely. <laughs> um, well, apparently, uh, a county team. This is under. I, I read into the GA rules uh, this morning. Uh, a county team not wearing its registered distinctive colours in intercounty competitions, or where there is a similarity of colours, not wearing their registered alternative colours. Uh, as uh, authorised or directed by controlling council, the fine is €500. Euro. So Cork should have been wearing red, should Did it? that not get changed with the whole charity sponsor thing lately in the last, like, uh, two weeks or so? Oh, really? You know, because um, before he couldn't wear the charity uh, on the jersey and there was big uproar over that, of course, with the Dylan Cork stuff. But now I believe you can wear um, another jersey once during the league campaign in either rounds three or four. Okay. So I'd say that's, that's what that was. Well, Even though the fi- if the fine is 500 I'd say Mr. Uh, Sports Direct himself would have happily paid that anyway. The strange thing for me is it's down as a training jersey on the O'Neill's website. Like, like it's not their actual alternative jersey. Okay, it's Ash. Look, it's on the one really, though, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you like well, this. What, what's, you? Your, what's your favourite jersey in Intercounty? Uh, like the Roscommon. Uh, I generally generally like the Monaghan one. Uh but don't like this year. They've kind of a red sponsor on it. I'm not a fan. Of it, I have to. The say. sponsor can make or break. Like I'm big not time. a big fan of the Sports Direct one. Uh, I come around to the small bit. Down always have fantastic jerseys. They've got yeah. the red and uh, black color scheme down to a tee. Yeah. Every one this year is fair nice as it well. It is. It is. Um, Tip ones are always class, but just the Fiserve sponsor again. That's the sponsor making a break in a jersey. <laughs> yeah. like, what in the name of God is Fiserve? Like? You don't like that, no? No, I still don't know what they do. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like Sligo, and uh, have you seen the Armagh away one? Actually, the black is it the fully blackout, mostly black, but there's a small bit of orange right now. I think it's a peach. It's actually probably the only McKeever Sports um, intercounty one. They're, they're normally a lot cheaper as well. I think they go for. Yeah. Like, you can get them like 35, 40 quid rather than seventy five or whatever. The, yeah. their normal going rate. Yeah. So, so you reckon the wearing it yesterday, Cork will there'll be a lot of people. I suppose it got a lot of people talking anyway, so they probably will boost it. Ah, definitely. Well, I bought one. I, I bought one like two weeks ago, so um, I liked it beforehand anyway. <laughs> right, well, listen, we're not going to talk rubbish about jerseys here for the for the <laughs> whole not? day. We'll, uh, we'll get into um, Dublin and Kerry. I suppose that was the, the biggest game of the weekend, and it's a big surprise, Dan, really, that it, it turned out to be a 10-point beating, um, really. Like, I suppose... Maybe it was a surprise, but Kerry were the bookies' favourites coming into this game, especially that the fact that it was in Croke Park, that that would come as a surprise to some. But um, Dublin just, they, I suppose they looked like a bit of a team revitalised last week against Roscommon, gave them a bit of a clipping. And you could nearly tell from the throwing that they won the throwing and booting up the field straight away, Fenton kicks it into um, the full forward line. Eventually comes out with a with a Sean Bugler score and Dublin just they, they're playing with real kind of attack and purpose at the minute, aren't they? They're a scary sort they of uh, proposition. Yeah. They were incredible. Do you think it's a case of Kerry maybe shitting themselves a bit up in Crow Park against the Dubs now? Is there a bit of a hoodoo there that I think might be possibly playing into it? Like you look yeah. at that Clifford um <clears throat> look at that Clifford goal chance and normally you'd be thinking, God, he's gonna put that away, no bother. 
and he kind of just hits it over the bar, which I thought, against another team, I thought he would have probably buried it. Now, dub, the dubs did well to come out to him and put pressure on him, but against another county, I thought he probably bags that one away. Well, there was probably three goal chances that that he could, you'd usually expect him, yeah. just because it's David Clifford, you're it's expecting him. The so high, you know, yeah. You're expecting him to score, like, um, the very first one, he blazed it over the bar. The second one, remember, he went for the dummy hand pass and kind of opened it up lovely and hit it into the side net and... And then the same in the in the second half, just snatched at them kinda. And even do you remember the one he caught towards the finish over Lee Gannon? And he he was actually done for pushing Lee Gannon. But even though the ref the ref had blown the whistle, but Clifford blazed it wide anyway. It was just <laughs> an off it was an off day for him. Yeah, well you were talking about the Clifford show um, when they were playing Mayo, it was the King Kong <laughs> show today or yesterday, like or Saturday night. It was absolutely <clears throat> he was absolutely a man possessed. They were on about, um, I think, the backdoor cut. Yeah. I had never heard of that saying in all my life before uh, they talked about it on <laughs> Sunday so game It's got so big this year. The amount of times I've heard it this year, it's like this thing that is that beats the blanket. <laughs> Everyone is saying it. It was like, what happened to a good old-fashioned like turn and burn or something like that? Yeah. It's the backdoor cut now. Yeah. Like some uh, wide receiver running uh, routes in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know now. I, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's definitely a kind of a Americanised one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, all right. But uh, yeah, he was absolutely incredible the way he took. Well, obviously the penalty, he placed it so well and then three or two goals running down the middle there in the last one. He was incredible. Like mm. that Dublin team just felt like rolling back the years. So I'm going to say now, my first uh, episode on the or Dub, I'm going to win the All-Ireland. Right, yeah. It's well. You, listen, you, don't, you don't sound confident in that. No, I'm not. It's just like I'm not. It's not that I'm not confident. It's that I'm like I don't want to see this again. Like we've seen it so many times, you know. So, um, but yeah, you just mentioned Clifford there. Like it's probably the first time, you know. Like obviously the All Ireland last year wasn't his day against Dublin, and he had a good few wides. Um, this this is first time back in Croke Park, and it's happened twice now that you know he hasn't had his best day against Dublin like do you think it's something that like it's probably it's going to be a bit of a thing now and you can kind of see it during the game the Dublin fans are booing him mm-hmm. when it's, he gets the it's ball it's going to be more and more and more <clears throat> of a thing until eventually yeah he's going to have to bag the three past them himself like for yeah. that to kind of go away yeah I think there's definitely going to be something there from now on it'll be interesting to see come championship time yeah because it's like it just it puts a lot of pressure on him and it's probably the way to carry play isn't it that even when the pass isn't on to Clifford, that the lads try and give it to him anyway. And sometimes when it's not going right, you can kind of force it. And it probably just seemed that that was the way at the weekend that they were forcing it a small bit. Like, but listen, I suppose anytime Clifford has been doubted in the past, Kerry were absolutely terrible in the league last year. Mm. They didn't look like they were going to be up to much, and then come summer, obviously that they are where they are. So um, yeah, could you be worried for Kerry? We'll see come championship time. I think the way I'd bemoan that the Munster is so much harder in the hurling for those teams that it's probably easier for Dublin and Kerry because it's a one yeah. county dominated uh, province when the Ulster and Connacht lads are just so much more competitive. They're going to have all the injuries and yeah. they're going to have all those strains. Well, well, Cork are on winning. The Cork are back to winning ways, so Kerry might have a difficulty in Munster now. Um, oh, we'll see about this year. That. So, um, but we have to give a shout out, I think, to to Owen Merchant because he's probably not. A player that you would have expected as a as a matchup with David Clifford, but he did very well, didn't he? He did unbelievably well. The whole Dublin team, they're just absolutely incredible, and they seem to be able to rotate lads in and out the whole time in that team, and they're all just as good as each other, mm. which is just madness. So, like, 
Uh, do you know, the size of Clifford, first of all, you just don't expect. I know they're missing Mick Fitzsimons. Um, you probably, you're not expecting them to throw Martin, who's probably what, four or five inches smaller than Clifford, to throw yeah. him onto him. Uh, so it's a great credit to a, a smaller lad like that, that you know, he was, he was able to manage it because the very first ball that went in over his head, Clifford nearly looked on for a goal and dropped it. Like, but um, Merchant was definitely had the better of it from from then, didn't he? Absolutely, absolutely. He was, uh, yeah, he had a great game. He's um, he's probably a player that you know he's he's kind of had his his injury uh, struggles in, I suppose, over the last. He kind of always, and even at the weekend, he came up with a cramp uh, with after fifty five sixty minutes, and that probably you know takes away from. The praise he gets, I suppose, in, in in some ways, but like he really is a, a phenomenal player. Like, and I suppose that was the we're talking about them goal chances that Clifford missed. Like, that's the pressure you can see that that Merchant is is putting on him. Like, and because he's so fast, Clifford wasn't really able to get away from him. Yeah, and this whole thing, like the dubs are finished. Like, as we mentioned here, Kieran, or going to mention Kieran Kilkenny, <clears throat> like how good was he as well? And I mean, he was on about. He wasn't, you know, he had to really fight for his place on the team last year and now he looks set to start. Like, they're just, they're an incredible team. That's yeah. Really, I think they're serious All-Ireland contenders once again. Yeah. They, they were beforehand anyway, but. Absolutely. No, they just, they seem like they're, like, have we kind of, have we lit a bit of a fire under, like, Conor Callaghan? There was talk after that Mayo game. It was kind of like, Conor Callaghan, like, he hasn't been, he hasn't been, you know the way he was compared with Clifford, say, maybe back 2021, it was Converse Clifford. These yeah. are the two. Con kind of maybe, he had his injuries. You know, he missed that 2021 semi-final when Kerry beat him, or 2022 semi-final when Kerry beat him. Probably didn't have his best year last year, even though Dublin won the All-Ireland. Uh, didn't win an All-Star and so on. And, you know, he wasn't kind of starring. Uh, the two, three weeks ago against Mayo, he was out midfield and... You know, Joe Brawley was writing about him saying that they're not kicking him the ball and he's they've turned him into James Milner. Uh, or they've turned <laughs> That's they, a they've, terrible thing to say about a man. <laughs> they've turned they've turned Diego Maradona <laughs> into James Milner. That's not a direct quote now, but it was along those lines like um What an insult. And that, is it that big of an insult? That, like <laughs> Milner, so. come on man. He's a good baller. Look, he's making two hundred grand a week. I'm sure he wouldn't be complaining. To yeah, be fair. but now Conor Callan has scored three eleven in his in his last two games. Like, so have we? Have we kind of? Have we? Have we built him up to that he's gone it's into? Be knock him down come championship time, is it? Well, I I don't think so. I think the way he's going now, I don't think it's hard to see him anyone knocking him down the way he's he's going. But have we kind of lit this fire under him? Yeah, it's just his image in my head, you know, like King Kong, King Kong of him on top of the spire, like shooting down, play, or fighting back planes or something like that. Yeah. The Kerry lads shooting at him. But uh, no, yeah, he's absolutely incredible. I think he's going to have a great championship. You have to say that on the back of mm. what we've seen so far anyway. Yeah, like it was back to his best with the directness, wasn't it? Like in the first goal, John Small slips him the pass and you nearly know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then for a third one, it was like, with the NFL reference again, like it was like a running back, just running through the way he was able to just cut through the middle of him, knife through butter. Like, was, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a drop kick to finish it. Ah, sure. <laughs> day in the life of Khan at this stage. <laughs> um, it was, did you see the Paddy Small celebration actually for that goal? Did you see that? He was in the square. He was kind of, Paddy Small was looking for uh, the pass. 
uh, Afghan and he's kind of he's waiting for you know when you're waiting for the pass and you're kind of you're nearly half falling over at oh, one I stage. Teach. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember. No. And Paddy Football just bows down onto the ground, <laughs> kind of Turn, turning for Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Like that was the way he he went. So um, the same goes uh, as you mentioned, Dan, for for Kieran Kenny. Um, he was dropped for for the All Ireland quarter final last year, and I suppose the talk was that you know he he'd become too. A bit much like a point guard in we're we're gone mad for these American Jeez, references yeah. I, here. I don't know what a point guard is now here today, but um, but that he was, you know, he was just kind of floating around and popping the ball, not really attacking mm-hmm. and taking lads on like we know he can, like he always did since he was a a minor for for Dublin, and he's kind of playing closer to goals now in alongside Con. And alongside Paddy Small, and they're just such a frightening forward line because Kilkenny is a beast when when he gets going as well. Yeah, gosh, oh, sure, look, they're all incredible. That they all are incredible. Yeah, um, like Kilkenny was, and I suppose another string to the the two lads, Bo, uh, the two boys did their interviews in in Irish after the game. And I'd say a lot of people were. Struggling <laughs> I was to, long gone at that stage anyway. Oh <laughs> yeah, struggling to. Some lads no, don't I'm not know. a Gael Gore, no, I must say. I, I'd admit. Yeah, well, well, listen, I, I'm, I'm a Gael Gore, so I did the translating for us here, but um, Aidan McGarrell, who was a former Kerry player, um, he was on commentary and he kind of, he said that Kieran Kenny looks like he's cross. He's playing like a man that's cross every game. This year, obviously, going on that he was dropped um, last year and that it's kind of lit that fire under him. And Michal Adon asked him about this and and Kilkenny said, I'm not sure about whether I'm cross or, or not, but I do have motivation this year. I had to work for my place on the team last year and you never know what's around the corner. So you have to focus on every training session, every game. I'm probably a veteran of the team now. I'm 30 years of age. Um, so you have to take uh, one step at a time. So he's... Uh, like what? What a full like between it's himself. It's the same with every intercounty player. It is just every training session. It is just every game, really. I suppose so. Um, yeah. Uh, Spe- speaking of crosses, though, by the way, was it uh, Shawnee O'Shea? He like so- uh, soccer crossed the ball to Ganey at one point. Yeah, that was some bit of skill. Like <laughs> ended perfectly yeah. at, with him. Yeah, he was kind of. It was the ball was nearly going out of play. I'd yeah. say otherwise, but. Um, yeah, um, so it's 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 fairly ominous now for for the the rest of the country in some ways when you see Dublin like that, isn't it? Absolutely, and as I kind of mentioned, the Ulster lads are going to knock lumps out of each other in their championship. Dublin are going to have it. Look, it's going to be a cakewalk for them in Leinster mm. and Kerry. It's going to be the same for them. You'd imagine, uh, maybe not hope from from my point of view, but uh, yeah, no, I think Dublin are the team to beat again. Um, another player who deserves a shout out definitely uh, is is Sean Bugler. Um, I, I remember reading an article about him uh, one or two years ago, and he was described as if he like if he wasn't playing football, he'd be you know a, a middle distance runner, and he'd be he'd be well able to match it with I suppose the the best of them. But the man just never stops running. No, but again, should we keep talking about the dubs? No, great, they are. This is the Dublin GA at this point. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, they're all incredible to a man. And 
missing last year. Another boost in for them, as I said, rotating the squad. It's no bother to them. They can bring in whoever they want, and they yeah. all seem to be as good as each other. Uh, Bugler was missing the he had he had injuries last year, so he missed the All Ireland semi final. So this just another another boost uh, for 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 Dublin, as if they need it really. Like, but he's in in serious form, and he showed that. Um, the very last, the very last score they got actually ran almost a hundred meters straight down the field. Seventy minutes gone, having done that the whole day. Like this lad's just sprinting an engine that um, just doesn't stop, and then slots it over, kick three points from play. So um, yeah, like w- would you after yourself after after seventy minutes, could you see yourself doing a, a hundred meter burst down the field at full pace? <laughs> Um, after 70 minutes gee, I, w- I wouldn't last 10 I'd say in my uh, current condition so uh, I won't worry about that one ha- Have you played GA yourself or I you know I, I gave up when I was four. I gave up the Gaelic football when I was 14 and I went back there last year only to one Cork playing junior C football okay. and I was like this is the perfect opportunity to get back into it yeah. and I was still shite <laughs> <laughs> What is your club? I'm from Watergrass and I played hurling with them till I was Jesus, 17 or 18. Um, I was handy enough goalkeeper back in the day. Should have kept that up because there's a spot there to be heading the Intercounty Cork team at the moment. But uh, the, that was with uh, Rochetown in the football. Okay, is is are they sister clubs or are they just... No, I was like, uh, I think we play football at a higher level, <laughs> way higher yeah. level than I'd be able for. So it was like junior C, be a grand way of getting back into it. Yeah. I was just in for, for the social scene, really. Like So uh, that was it. And like we would play... Even junior B or A teams in Cork, the difference in levels between like C and B, even like was <laughs> junior C and junior B, like yeah, yeah. Well, it was it surprised me anyway, to be honest about it. What the junior B is a lot higher, like it was even quite a bit higher, yeah. yeah. Now, we had lads on our team, we had one, um, lad from Belgium, he was like some Belgian paratrooper, it was his first time playing football. Right. We had some lad from Iraq as well who was learning the game, so that uh, was all from, good crap. From Iraq, yeah, he, he came up to Ireland and. Looking for a sport to get involved in, so. right? No harm. Um, is Watergrass Hill have they got a few county players? I've seen that club before on a Darrow O'Leary's on the verge. Um, of the hurling, is it? I don't think he'll be in a, in a championship, yeah. Right, and then we had <clears throat> uh, what you call it, Shane Og or Egan. He left Watergrass Hill to go play for Sarsfields over the road, and it was a big thing Ooh. about that. Ooh. Yeah, he got um. Their, their crest tattoo. I think he was there three weeks and he got their logo tattooed in his arm after playing for Watergrass Hill all his life. No way. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think he starts like that regularly for Sarsfields anymore. But, uh, okay. Yeah. That's a touchy subject. I'd say it is. Yeah. yeah. He tried to go back to the football. He was apparently told, Yeah. no, no. <laughs> well, we'll get back to the county uh, action here. Um, Local drama. Yeah. Uh, Tyrone and... Mayo you know, Tyrone uh, obviously had a well. It was it was uh, the Derek Hanavan show. He's uh, he's he was on fire in the Sigerson Cup final, Dan, and he's I'd say Sam Callan who who was marking him for bits in that Sigerson game and bits again at the weekend. Like he must be having Derek Hanavan nightmares at this stage. I'd say Vietnam flashbacks for him. Like <laughs> fortunate son was playing in his head. I'd say during that game, uh, I was. It was a one-man show in the first half and then became a two-man show with McCurry then in the second. Exactly. Because Tyrone were were struggling a, a lot at, in, in in the first half. and I didn't think that scoreline reflected that. Uh, <coughs> it was dominance, actually. One, one four, four points going in the yeah. half-time. Like. Tyrone hadn't shown up really at all. No, not at all. And um, 
to come out like we're ta- we're talking about John Cleary giving Cork a bollock and it was it, it could have been something similar I'd say from 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 Brian Dewar because they were they were a completely different team in, in the second half and Mayo didn't really have any answers for them. No Mayo. Jesus, what can you say about Mayo? Like they're just not going to do it again this year, sure they're not. Like, <laughs> like they, they couldn't stop one man. I mean, how do you stop Derek Anavan? To be in all fairness to them, they were kicking, dragging him, and they couldn't touch off him. Like it was yeah. absolutely incredible. So you're Mayo? Or, no, it's not. Happening. I was hyping him up last year. I was like, they're definitely going to win the All Ireland this year. Now, much like every Mayo fan every year, probably thinking that. But what mm. uh, I've seen so far, you've been uh, burnt. Yeah, like last year they were so good in the league. Yeah. That we all kind of bought into it. It is like the boy who cried wolf. Like, yeah, they might look. And look, it might be time to look terrible in the league. They go on this massive run. I was going to say win the All Ireland, but get to a final and lose anyway. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so listen, the Mayo listeners won't be happy, but <laughs> these things, these things happen. Uh, um, Derry and and Galway. Um, this game was ruined by by two black cards. Um, Dan, the first one was was Kieran Malai's one where I'm sh- I'm sure you've seen it where he he was. Does this new kind of a, a black card penalty rule? Um, it was in it was in last year as well, where if you commit a foul either in inside the twenty or inside the D, and and you know it's a black card foul that it's a penalty as well. Like and it seemed like a harsh enough punishment on. Malloy seen as uh, Baker from Derry was was about to tap was tapping the ball over the bar. Um so listen, Park Chice didn't give out about it too much, but Lee Keegan did on 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 the Sunday game. He he said it ruined the game. And look, there's been people arguing about it. Some people feel it was blackheart, some don't. What do you, what do you think yourself? My initial thoughts was this game's gone soft, that it wasn't even free. Now I've since reviewed uh my decision and kind of subscribed that the referee actually probably got it right. You think so? He was like Andy Farrell would have been proud of that. He would have given him a call up for the Irish team on Saturday with a tap tackle like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But he was last man back as well. Yeah, but it wasn't like the black card is is you know it's a deliberate trip or or a pull down. Like I, in fairness to Malai, he's slapping across. Like the ball is is there. He's going for the ball. Like like you could hardly say that that's a little slap is a pull down. Like it's not pulling. No, but it just did look like a t- tap tackle. It did lead to uh, his legs getting mixed up under him. And yeah, like yeah. he ended up fluffing the cake. So I think it was. Uh, he he should have just went for the ankles if he's going to do a tap tackle. Like, just go, I don't just think he out. actually did really mean to tap tackle him. It just kind of happened that way. Yeah, But it, it happened regardless of intention or not, really, I think. I think was fair. Right, fair enough. Um, and Mulcairn was was given the black eye, and that kind of end, ended the game. Actually, really, look, it was done deal at that point. Anyway, yeah, yeah absolutely. And and that was actually a bit of a joke one, to be honest, because nearly sure it was Brendan Rogers. It was in his own twenty-one. He just kind of runs into Mulcairn, and Rogers was the victim of the same one himself. Like where you're just you're just running, you're just following your you're standing your ground, and you get a black card for. For a pull down like so, there's a bit. It's a bit. The black card can be just. I think it's overused, to be honest with you. Yeah, R- refs have it now, and it's just like, oh, not a yellow, not a red. I'll just flake out this yoke that I have. <laughs> like, and it ruined. Like, Gal were down to thirteen then, for sure, for yeah. ten minutes. So, so like, they go into stall the ball mode. Like, they really did. 
Did you see? Did you see this? Like Rob Finnerty went down himself and Conor Glass had a little collision, and Finnerty <laughs> like there was nothing in it, like 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 he'd been shot, like yeah, no. <laughs> How long was he down for? Like it felt like two or it three was, minutes. It was like, three or four I mean? minutes, and then uh, John Daly got a, a sideline. He was about two minutes hitting the sideline. Like so, listen, you're not going to blame them, but what can we actually? Is there anything we can do? About that time wasted when well, when it should have mentioned it was the GA Congress today and wasn't um, that wasn't brought up because mm, it has been a thing this year. Yeah, like it's not the first time it's been mentioned anyway. Um, I'm surprised it didn't come up. Do you have I suppose a rugby stop clock? You know. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the only way to kick that out. Really, like yeah. I mean, because players are just going to take advantage. You know, shoelace become untied very quickly there during that time. So yeah. Yeah, or else we dish out another black heart for guys' time wise. <laughs> Maybe there's nobody <laughs> left on the page, quite possibly. Um, yeah, so look, Derry. Um, Did you think uh, Niall Daly should have scored? Oh, he should have. Yeah, he had to put that one. He had Scullion, to. Like. Scullion did well now, in fairness. Scullion did well. Scullion did well. Scullion did should, well. Have been, should have been absolutely buried first time. Or even just run, like, he kind of seemed as if he was going around him, and then he kind of cut out of that and just went to shoot it when he wasn't fully away from him like so because he'd done brilliant to kind of sneak in behind yeah he did know very well he just kind of he, I'd say he didn't expect to be there himself with the ball after yeah. it was so yeah he was raging he he fouled Scullion on the way out and then you can see him the camera goes up to him and he you know what he's saying like. <laughs> I suppose good Galway play Darcy he took his goal incredibly that well was a brilliant goal the well it worked with the hand passing like that was no that was yeah. incredible and it it just yeah like it kind of you felt I felt short changed after that game because Galway had got down to two points and does you're thinking there's a game on here and then just Derry get the penalty that's the four the that's what a three point turnaround the, the penalty or the two point turnaround the, the penalty instead of the point then they get another goal and the game was just over the Carabao Cup was on then and I, I said I'd switch over, <laughs> over and there was a them. bit of bite in the game for uh, for a while at least anyway yeah like it was uh, Carl Sweeney and um, Podge McGrogan were going at it as well <laughs> Sweeney just with the short rope like Hulk Hogan or something for it was about like, two minutes was like, he was yeah. going around and it was down it was like the pleasure boys take Salt Hill <laughs> Pat McDonough was raging I'd say because the Supermax sponsor was gone <laughs> it was right. gone out of the jersey <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah Galway now they're down in well it's 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 turned it into something of a a bit of a, a relegation battle uh, next week that they're playing against uh, Monaghan who they're uh, gone they're gone they're gone yeah yeah, yeah they're gone, <laughs> they're gone. Um, well look they, they they obviously had a great start uh, to the league beating Dublin and it's turned out to be a bit of a false dawn um, because yesterday they lost by 13 points 12 points my maths isn't great 12 points to to Roscommon which is it's 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 worrying times for, for Monaghan you're, you're writing them off anyway uh, absolutely I think is there a mix of Monaghan were poor but Roscommon were actually very good yeah. Tony Smith came in back for Roscommon as well like he'll have great impetus on that team as well and obviously and is Absolutely incredible, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're in the Smith at this stage, but um yeah. Yeah. Oh well yeah, well I'm uh Enda Smith. I'm the Enda Smith fan club <laughs> here for, for the last two years. So um just looking at the table, yeah, so it's Galway, Galway on three points, Monaghan on two. So that next weekend in Clonus, that's obviously going to be a huge one. Um 
we have Roscommon and Mayo, uh, the battle of the the West there. That that'll be a big one too. So they're probably the three teams that are in like real danger, like Mayo, Tyrone, and Kerry, all on four points. So they're probably you know them. They're probably they're safer, obviously. Um, this one surprised me. You now, you know, like Mayo and Roscommon are actually apparently bigger rivals than uh, Galway Mayo. Where did you hear that? Off a of Mayo man, no. I think yeah. Galway are. He claims that Galway are obsessed with Mayo, but Mayo want to be Roscommon, and that there's actually a bigger rivalry yeah. between Roscommon and Mayo. Well, there on the border is is Balladrine, uh which is where Andy Moran's from, and it's 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 kind of half 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 Mayo, half Roscommon. Um, <clears throat> there, so like you know, so I suppose that's probably that probably leads into that one. So uh, that'd be a good one to watch then next weekend with the with the. With the big rivalry there, um, the yeah. Well, tell me, Cork, John Cleary, how how was he? He's fine. They're coming back in the team bus. I'd say he said they're on for the next hour, so I'd say there probably was a stop to old Pat McDonald Supermax. He'll be happy for a shout out on the JR now again. Um, yeah, I'd say he was just a relieved, relieved man because I kind of asked him like, what was what's been going on for so long, and we've had chances in front of goal, plenty of chances in front of goal. Bairds only goal game possibly should have been beaten loud and Cavan like really apparently with the chances we have had mm. Owen McSweeney hit the bar against Cavan uh, which would have put the game absolutely out of sight um, and I just think the pressure is getting to him he just said it was a bit of luck but that's maybe what he has to say anyway and he's like off oh, when six inches under the bar would have been a goal I'm like sure alright I knew that anyway but like there, I think there's a lack of composure there you see the way Dublin and Con takes these goal chances Cork just don't have the voice to do that at the moment. Um, will we ever have the voice? I don't know. Not for the next while. It was seriously worrying times for Cork. Because back in 2019, we had um, established a five-year plan for Cork football that we were going to win a, a, tro- a bit of silverware in the next five years. And I uh, don't think they imagined it was going to be the Talton Cup, possibly, um, when they were making up that plan. So people were saying would it be a huge uh, loss to Cork football if you did go down to the Talton you know a chance to get back into Sam a chance to win a bit of silverware I think it would be a bit of a disgrace in the back of that five year plan and mm. the size of the population that we have I, I think it would be very poor for Cork football Well the, the danger was There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today was there and I suppose it's not it's not fully like you haven't fully averted the danger they're still oh, yeah. seventh in in division two and the thing is that Kerry are on their side of the draw in the Munster Championship so 
if they don't make the Munster final, it will be the Talchi Cup. So that's the worry, like. Oh, we can write off the Munster game now anyway. It's coming down to the Kildare game and the Mead game. And that's our season there, basically. Um, so you have Kildare next weekend in Park Reef, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Mead the following weekend. So this, it's the next um, it's the next, three, next it's three weeks. See, it's our man in the last round, which I'm thinking, if our man are already in that Division 2 final, <coughs> they might put out the secondary team yeah, you know, it might give one percent of a chance of beating them rather than no percent, which we have now. Yeah, it can come down to that. Like it's it's happened before. The teams are true, and you know yeah, the the teams that yeah. need the team that need it. Like and Cork, they they like obviously yesterday it was huge to get the win, but they they'll be desperate, won't they? They're a proud county, Dan. They, they the won't West want to be down West there. Cork boys won't like getting beat by Kerry year on year anyway. It's, it's like it's two counties in a way at all, Cork. It's like there's the West Cork lads right. and then there's the East Cork and North Cork lads like myself who are the hurling lads really. But, okay. uh, yeah. It's like a county split in two. We were doing it long before Dublin were ever made to it. And, and would there be, like, would it be hurling football across, like, would, would it be equal in, I know you say it's more football in the West, but like, would there be much hurling where you're, or much football where you're from in the... Ah, it'd be a fair bit now, but it's it's hurling, really. Hurling's really? the game. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because that, that's... Because people always go on as if Cork is this, like, it's, you know, it's dual nearly split well, down like, the middle kind of thing. The only county to ever win was it in Ireland in uh, the one week, the one yeah. week of each other, like, so, yeah. We are dual county, but uh, it'll take us a while, a while to get there, I think, before we ever do a double again. Yeah. Um. So... Morris Shanley, he was the the hero at the weekend. He got the the goal, and it was looking bad. There were three points down with with five minutes to go. Like, well, apparently there was a right debate about who got the goal as well. But um, again, oh. there's no footage of these matches. You can't. I was looking uh, trying to find it earlier, just going off the radio, listening to yeah. the match. But you're not actually going on it, and you're physically seeing, which is a disappointment. You think if TG Carr or RTE or GA go aren't given the match, you'd be given to the likes of Clubber. Uh, yeah. maybe, no, maybe it is on. I just couldn't find it. But no, no, like it wasn't because I looked at the Sunday game, and they didn't have Roscommon and Monaghan. They didn't have Cork and Fermanagh. They didn't have Loud and and Cavan. And look, obviously they've like when it's a, like we're only saying it here when it's hurland football, there's a lot to pack in, especially in what what is it two hours Sunday game is on for. But you'd be hoping that it'll be on the GABO and TG Car that there was some cameras but I'd say it could be unlikely enough I think they should just give it to a small you know local OB company that could just do it for the day I know how it likes clubber or amazing as well like so yeah. I just don't know why it's not done at inter-county level it needs to be yeah like it's 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 disappointing kind of coming here and you're you're like I'm going off a sports file picture and like the report said it was Morris Shanley but I see in sports while you see Morris Shanley jumping up and fisting the ball in so yeah I, I don't know they were lying on the likes of Buffy you can take Snapchat videos of the whole thing <laughs> or what like yeah um, yeah so I suppose they they, they they hadn't a bad year last year Cork in that they you oh, know they, yeah. they ran very close enough in, in like when Rory Maguire got that goal that you're thinking is something going to happen here um, that was quarter final so they had beaten Roscommon in didn't they beat Roscommon wasn't it in the preliminary quarter final. So did we beat Mayo as well, or am I imagining that? I think we beat Mayo as well. You beat yeah. Mayo in yeah. when Mayo were kind of already true. So don't get too, don't get too carried away here now. They won't win it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, and it, as far as I remember, they didn't have the best league campaign last year, did they? And they kind of turned around a small bit. So can't even remember. Anything. I think I was just so excited to get into that uh, quarter final, like. 
because the hurlers, <laughs> like, there was going to be no sign of Croke Park for us last year. And then suddenly the footballers go on this uh, amazing run. So, yeah, no, it was great. Like, would the you have... The league was amazing, actually, but... um. Sure, it turned out right in the end. Yeah, they were four. They were fourth in the in the league last year in in Division Two. Division Two was obviously very competitive last year with Derry and and Dublin in it. Um, like, would you have hope that they'll be able to turn it around? Like, I suppose in in the leagues next week, and even looking ahead to, oh, to the, the championship. The trajectory we were on the past like two years, you were saying like, geez, that win uh, against Kerry in the Munster that time to twenty one, and you know Didn't the you, run we went on last year. Yeah. You're saying, Jesus, there's a seriously impressive trajectory here or something going on. And then this league campaign, you're just like, oh, Jesus, back to square one. I think it's our season now and potentially John Cleary's management job on the, on the line the next two games against the Kildare and Mead. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we will. I think we will pull it out of the fire now. Um, Cork fans seem relatively happy. So loss would have been detrimental to us. But, um, hugely. You mentioned missed goal chances, and apparently there was a lot of them yesterday as well. Like, so is that apparently three or four coughed up? <gasps> and Owen McSweeney against Kevin, I don't know that I mentioned earlier, hit the crossbar. Just we can't seem to put games away to bed when we're well in them. I know the Donegal game was just an absolute blowout. We were shocking that day, but um, yeah, clearly seems to be happy with his team that he's going with. People are kind of crying out that he's not changing things up when we were losing. Um, we just don't have the players, I would say. At the same time, Stephen Sherlock, he always makes an impact coming in off the bench. I think he was, uh, injury was at him for a long time, but he's absolutely incredible. Once he gets going and properly and starting, he'll, uh, he'll fly in bright early. There was a lot said about him as well. Um, I think he got seven or eight points yesterday as well. So he came good as well. They like to hold him. Stephen Sherlock back as, as a sub. I don't know what it is, yeah. It's like Shane Kingston hurling. Like, it's just like, mm. I don't know, super sub, but... I don't know, I think at certain points you need to be like, okay, all cards on the table here now. Yeah, you'd be starting him. He's he's very he's very accurate player, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. I'd be yeah, starting him all day. Okay. He reminds okay. me of um, James Masters, I don't know if you remember. I do. Years back, yeah. He was a sharp reminds shooter. Reminds me of him too. Just doesn't miss, like, just give, yeah. give let him take a shot, like. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, Cork, we're, we're not overly optimistic, but we're... We're, uh, <laughs> we're getting there. We're we're getting there. Obviously, a big two weeks coming ahead uh, for them, undoubtedly. Um, I just wanted to mention that Cavan and Loud because it's a, it's actually a real shame that it wasn't uh, on 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 the Sunday game because it was uh, just reading a report from from Paul Fitzpatrick in the Anglo Celt. He said it was in, well, it was in a tight club venue. This is St Mary's in RD. Um, there was. The match produced twelve cards and forty five frees. So it was a uh, he was describing it as as a chaotic game. Um, See, they're the matches you want to be seeing on uh, on TV, like well, not TV necessarily, just being able to watch after the fact. Absolutely, you want to see these highlights. Uh, Kieran Downey was sent off for loud uh, after a melee broke out in the middle a, of the a field. Kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mali is, is a r- reporter's favourite one of the favourite <laughs> words, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Try and think of a few more that they like, but nothing springing to my yeah. head at all. <laughs> uh, handbags, maybe. Um, but the the interesting thing was that two Cavan lads were sent off as they were being not at different at separate stages as they were being substituted. So James Smith was sent off as Cavan tried to take him off. Okay. So, <laughs> this is the referee getting me to revenge and well, going off. Like, I presume that, yeah. I presume something happened. Like a loud lad maybe got involved with him on the way off. 
again, we, we haven't seen the footage of this, but just reading this uh, report from, from Paul Fitzpatrick, and the same thing happened. They were down to 13 when Oshin Brady picked up a second yellow after tangling with an opponent while walking to the sideline after being substituted. Tiernan Madden, Brady's replacement, <laughs> was then directed to leave like, the field. It's not like tangling as if they were playing a game of Twister or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but Tiernan Madden, who, he was coming on for Oshin Brady, so he has to leave the field because <laughs> your man got the red card. Imagine uh, how sick you'd be. I paid good money from Clubber for that, you know, just to see what <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, so hopefully... Um, well, hopefully that'll be on TG Cahir, um <clears throat> tonight uh, on their GABO highlights. So time will tell. Um, just a, a quick one here on the football before we get into the hurling. Uh, you have Kildare obviously next week and their bad run continued. They're at the foot of of Division 2 uh, still. Uh, zero points after, after four games and... Another disappointing loss for, for Glen Ryan and, and going down, going down, going down. Yeah, there's no two words about it. They're, they're gone. Like, like Manning up in Division 1, I think. It's clear gone. Cork will be joining them now. I, I could say that as well. And you'll be chanting that at me. But um, yeah, I see no hope back for Kildare. It's disappointing for uh, Glen Ryan. But um, yeah, it has to be done. The way Colin Rourke spoke about him as well afterwards. You see that? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, it's incredible. He seems to be, he was all praise for him, but... Uh, he was still going to go for the win anyway. He wasn't, uh, no. wasn't going easy on him. Well, he kind of needed a win as well. So, um, But Kildare, it's just going from bad to worse. Like Derek Irwin and Ben McCormick, they're probably their two, their two best forwards. Two of them were off injured by, by half time. Like, so it's kind of a case of when it rains, it pours, isn't it? Like, Yeah. <laughs> you'd feel that. Uh, yeah, you'd nearly feel sorry for them in Kildare if they weren't. You don't know. Uh, not particularly. <laughs> okay. I'm just worried about our own house now at the moment. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You've uh, you've plenty to worry about there yourselves. Uh, as Tipperary man, it was it was disappointing. They probably put up one of their best uh, performances of the the league so far. Tip have been kind of uh, mediocre enough. Did you draw with y- London? Yesterday. Yeah, drew at London um, last weekend and this weekend they were they were going well and uh, were. One seventy eight up after after fifty two um, minutes. Sean O'Connor was on fire. He got one three. But leash under. We've given um, Justin McNulty a big shout out on this show because he's double job in in, in Stormont and as as the leash manager. Um, That's some double job. It is. It is. Uh, he's a mighty man, and he has leash completely. They, they love that in uh, leash, don't they? Shane Keegan um, doing the leash stuff, and he's managing cover amblers at the same time. As really? Well. Yeah. He he was involved with Leash Hurling, wasn't he? Or was he? Gee, I don't know what he was doing now, but I just knew the headline of Leash, yeah. uh, Le- Leash and Cove Ramblers. Mm. Um, but they've Leash are four out of four, so they're as good as as promoted at this stage, um, playing some brilliant stuff. So that's that's huge for them. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen Colm Hulton's goal oh, for Carlo. The lads of Casey Lara as well. It was like. Peter Drury eat your heart out like did they, did they go mad? I <laughs> they wouldn't absolutely spare. Did they? What were they saying? Or ah, okay, you'll have to go back and listen to yourself. But yeah, just it was incredible scenes now there in fairness to yeah. like the way they won it. Yeah, it was some. It was some strike. It was some strike. A serious strike. Um, five minutes into injury time, you're two points down. You literally don't have another option. Like that's it. Fair play to them. They've um, 
they have a shot of going up now at the moment. They they do. They're um they kind of they've kind of blown that wide open now because they're they're third just behind Leitrim, mm-hmm. both of them on six points. Um, you you as we said, you'd imagine Leitrim would go through, but. Yeah, huge for Carlo and the scenes. When you see a goal like that, and you see people jumping up in the stands, <laughs> like there was, it was, it was magical there for for Carlo yesterday. So, um, and they had a great win. We're going to, yeah. Well, I think we'll. Well, look, we we'll talk just before we go. Uh, did you see um, Jim McGuinness's and uh, Kieran McGinney? Apparently, they had a bit of a. There was a bit of a milieter yeah. uh, themselves. <laughs> Um, ah, they both seem calm enough after the game. I'd say it was one of those heat of the moment things. Like, yeah, it's all forgotten about then. Like, um, what did uh, McGinney said that uh, he was asked? I think it was on off the ball. He was asked, um, you know, what what did you actually say? Like, what what were you saying to each other? And he said that you look, you look, you're look very young. <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're keeping yourself very well. They do in fairness, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, it was Ashton O'Reilly. She was like, um, "That was the the most heated compliment I've ever heard." And, and he was like, yeah, "I like to be I like to be committed when I'm doing things." <laughs> so they obviously that was the reason we're talking about McGuinness and McGinney is because, but that was probably the most entertaining part of of that game. It was it was a draw, and it was probably we're probably expecting so much, you know. Yeah, and sure. Do, do. They're going to meet each other in the final again, let's face it. Like, so, yeah, that'll be rivalries renewed now. I look yeah. forward to seeing that one again. Yeah, kind of nearly even feels like there's a small bit of shadow boxing at this stage of the year. Ah, they, they both know already it's going to be uh, our bad all final, no question about it. So, and even again in <clears throat> in Ulster, they'll probably meet again. So, um, yeah, there's, there's not too much to say about that. Both teams probably had their had their chances to, to win it. Um, Andrew Murnham was was very good as as a target man for for Armagh and um, yeah Donegal ha- had their chance they were probably the, had the better of it in in the second half but uh, a draw probably the fair result neither of them will be too. Uh, there was a class angle for the penalty as well. It was um, behind the goal shot. Oh yeah, yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen. I don't think I've seen that before. So that yeah. was uh, that was a nice touch. Now yeah, yeah, because it's 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 like when you're in. Even when you're watching the golf and you you see it from behind the putter, like you you feel like you're right there. Beside, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you feel like you're on FIFA, like tr- controlling the keeper almost. So yeah. Which way is he going to go? Um, definitely. So um, we're going to take a, a small little break here, and we'll be back with uh, some hurling talk. Okay, so uh, Dan um, Cork, uh, they, they they definitely needed a win in 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 the hurling. Um, third time Vaskin they they got. Finally, um, Jesus Christ! But ten points up to only win it by two against Watford. Like Watford, yeah. Uh, it was just worrying. I think we went to the coast home mode, uh, it seems and that's so. what really cost us. And I think Cork Kenny won. Like we had a shocking twenty-five minutes in that game, but the way we came back was quite actually impressive. Mm. Um, I think you're, if I leave him there, I know Cork lost that one. I would have nearly been more worried being Kilkenny because the way they threw the game away. Basically, and Cork should have won that match. They should no have. question about it. Um, and Watford, yeah. You know, kind of expecting that pre-match talk from Pat Ryan. You know, when they come in, Ferguson, you said to Man United lads, he was like, lads, it's Tottenham. Surely Pat Ryan goes, lads, it's Watford. Like, you have to beat them. I don't care if it's under 12s or if it's All-Ireland final. Cork have to be putting Watford by, uh, away by 8, 9, 10 points every time. You don't have too much faith in Watford. 
No, I don't. And I think there was an article a few weeks back that I seen that there seems to be a lot of problems there and that they came together as a team and they sorted out their issues. And I was kind of originally being like, this is surely Davy. From that article, it didn't sound like it was Davy. It just sounded like the players. There was a lot of infighting between them is what I kind of picked up from that. Um, so it's going to be hard for Davy to bring them together as a team. Just in general, getting on and then to be able to go out and execute a game plan must be tough for them as well. <clears throat> yeah. Um, were you impressed with Cork? No. No. Worrying again, to be honest. Um, it's been worrying so far for us. Some good points. Uh, Jack O'Connor, he was absolutely fantastic. The fastest player in the GA. I would I would put money on it. Uh, Usain Bolt well, wouldn't catch the man. The he, way he came and took that goal. He has a lot of competition in the Cork dressing room. Like Robbie O'Flynn and Shane Kingston. They are unreal, they Fitzgibbon. don't have the pace of Jack. I'm telling you now. 100 metre race between every GA player in the country, he wins it. Corkers, the, between the three them boys and Dara Fitzgibbon, like they're. His pace good enough bullets. to win an All Ireland. Not on its own. You need to have the game plan in around it. I think that's what Pat Ryan's trying to figure out. He's not concerned with the league, and he said that as much himself. Um, he said the county board wouldn't be happy with him saying it, because it might be, I don't know, less revenue, or there might not be the matches shown on the TV or whatever. But. It is what it is, and he's right. No one's going to care about the league. It is all about the championship. There are going to be stuff uh, held back there because we're playing Waterford that first game in Munster, both sides. And a worrying comment, I suppose, that he did make, and it's point he admitted himself, we probably have five or six changes to be made. Waterford have eight or nine. So we have a much closer team to what we'll have out in championship there. Um, no, at times, for the first 10, 15 minutes in the second half, that was hugely impressive. Yeah. Much like um, in the Kilkenny game, really. We just really... Dominated and then just went into coast home mode. I know he brought a few lads on then after that, and that probably changed things. I think he's trying to figure things out. I think the pro- a huge problem for Car Curling now at the moment is a goalkeeper. And not like it's the one position on the field you're kind of singling them out, mm. be it Pat Collins or Breen. And I was crying out for Breen the whole time. Um, I think Pat's actually a better shot stopper. Okay. I think there's more potential for Breen. Um, but again, the puck outs are just costing us so dearly. Breen just couldn't pick him out. Much like Pa hadn't done, he got slated for it over the past number of weeks. I think that's going to be a huge problem for us. We would have beat Limerick last year in Munster if it was an anti-national Don Logan goal, no question. But just Pa couldn't hit the hit the boys when and it mattered. I'd, I'd kind of, yeah. Um, I suppose sometimes it's down to the pressure from other teams, but he is a very sharp striker, the ball, Patrick Collins. Like. You can imagine he he's... He's one of the best um, to drill it to. Maybe it's not just him. Maybe it's the yeah. lads out the field not running where they're supposed to be. Or maybe there's a lot of things going out in there. But I do definitely get the sense if there's an Asher Don Logan goal that Cork are far and above um, where they are now. Was that him being dropped yesterday? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, just a big debate between who should be in goals for the, for yeah. the championship. I think the pressure got to Breen a bit because he's a young lad. I think he's only like 20. Um, he's in the Cork Country 20s for a long time. And he was impressive in... Um, the Munster Hurling League when he came on yeah so I he did some pre- nice things like he took one ball lovely um, it was danger for a goal and he kind of took it over on the, the Waterford lads like he did some lovely things in fairness to him that's Waterford goal was soft though I thought yeah, I t- actually think Pat Collins probably would have saved it, but it enough. Like, nobody pulls in the ball like it just I'd say he was just stunned yeah. by that like ground hurling when would you see it <laughs> that is true that is true um, what do you think Cork and Waterford are at the moment start with Cork I I just can't really get my head around them. I just can't. I don't know how good they are or how. It it seems to be 
you could kind of get anything on on so. on a different day. Like you just you're not sure what to. It's kind of like expect. yeah, I think like, Pat Ryan is cooking up something behind the scenes. We don't really know what it is, mm. and think the results aren't reflecting that. I think they're trying out so many things now and just purely experimenting. So that's what I'm clinging on to come championship time that these boys are going to be raring to go. Was there any other kind of things like that, like, say, experiments that you've seen yesterday, other than kind of the, the goalie thing, or any kind of tactical things that stood out for you? Nothing major. I think putting Jack and Brian Hayes in, because I was down in them a lot, I think they were poor, or disappointing is probably a better word to say, yeah. up, up until then. But Jack then goes and gets one three, and Brian Hayes go, goes and gets three points. Yeah. So, yeah, those boys are putting their hands up for jerseys, I think. In the back line in, I was quite disappointed with the halfbacks. I was like, this is our championship lineup here, basically. Menerick, Joyce, Joyce and Menerick Coleman. Joyce, Coleman. Didn't think they were that great. Joyce wasn't too bad now, in fairness. And he he's very... Downey came on and even uh, impressed for the yeah. for the time he was on as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Cork could be anything this year. We could be All-Ireland contenders. We could be out of Munster. Same for any county, really, let's face it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm do very you, worried. Do you think Hoggy should be starting? Will uh, be starting? Um... Of championship, yeah, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. Vintage Patrick Horgan uh, once again. People say he doesn't score from play. He he creates frees for himself. Like lads have to push yeah. him, push him up the hole every time to stop him. Like okay. he just um, and once he gets free, he's going to pop it over more than likely. Um, and he only got one from play yesterday. Now he didn't score any from play against Kilkenny, but he creates his own frees that he pops over the bar. Yeah, um, <laughs> he tripped up. Uh, was a Mark Fitzgerald as well on purpose at one point. He like stuck out the leg and right. uh, I was like, yeah, that's good to see anyway. There's still a bit of bite to him. Like the lads can't keep up with a Zimmer frame bound Patrick Horgan when he's 35 years of age. <laughs> like that says a lot about them and it says a lot about him as well. Do you think, um, have you heard any word about Robbie O'Flynn? Because he's he's one of my favourite players for Carton, I have to say. I think he just I offers just something. just isolated with Hoggy up the last few matches they've been yeah. up there. And I think Pat just went something different now, I think. But he's, he pulled a hammer against um, Kilkenny. Was there any word about the injuries? I, I didn't hear anything, no. to be honest. Okay. I didn't hear anything, to be honest. Right. Um, we have Ben Cunningham coming back. Yeah. He was out injured for a while, I think. Hopefully we'll have him back for the water. For yeah, Monster he got again. injured in the Fitzgibbon against Minute. He's a fantastic yeah. player. Uh, yeah. Mullins as well. He's supposed to be absolutely incredible. So He was the under-20 kind of hero. He got yeah. to captain, actually. Yeah. So those boys are going to bring a huge impetus with them as well. Was he injured, actually, Mullins? Or is he? He's injured, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Right, so um, yeah, Cork. We'll 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 see how that goes. Wexford and Clare, um, Dan. Wexford uh, unbeaten. Wexford unbeaten. <laughs> three draws in a row. Um, they're probably disappointed because they had the the last poke of the game. Oh, did he? I was surprised Mark Fanning didn't hit it. I know he had missed one free, but he had scored one from very similar position. It's Area. a fair bit out now, though. It's a bit fifty fifty yeah. when it's out that far. Oh yeah, look, not blaming Seamus Casey. He didn't even start the game thinking he'd be hitting freeze because Lee Chin went yeah. off injured. Um, and Seamus Casey had a brilliant game. He was actually the man of the match and has been a great find for Wexford. Definitely be starting for them um, come come championship. But um, yeah, what was your reading of this, this game? Claire have a few gems there. I think McCarthy is an absolute monster on the freeze. Like when Tony Kelly goes, he'd be a lad stepping up. I know mm. they have Hogan there as well. I think down in the Munster Hurling League, McCarthy, I think he had 14 from 14 for freeze or, yeah. or 13 something incredible I don't think he missed one um, like they have some absolute gems there uh, there's David Fitzgerald Hogan, he's a gem David Fitzgerald, is, David Fitzgerald for the last 2-3 years every game he's nearly getting 3 or 4 points a game got 5 yesterday 
He was unlucky to get a goal then as well. Uh, yeah. Started in the first few yeah. minutes. Probably was steps, but. Yeah, I should have given it to him, to be honest. Right. I would have been like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's some fine. I think Lone will be happy from what he's seen so far and everything I've seen from Clare so far. And when you have Shane O'Donnell, an absolute monster to add back into that team as well as and Tony. Tony. Yeah. But then you're, <laughs> you think you're going great and then you play Kenny in an all in semi-final. You're gone again. Yeah. Um, that has to weigh down on him at some point. And I think, it does. It's a... I think this year it's going to weigh down on him no matter who they bring in. I know Rogers. well, can Rogers negate that millstone around their neck type thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm not so sure. Well, they probably, you'd probably have to think that they nearly have the best panel aside from Limerick. I Like, when they're, when they're performing well, with like, they beat Cork without Tony Kelly, Shane all. you know this sort of a thing like this. They probably have the most impressive strength and depth from, for in, in Hurling, I'd say, apart from Limerick. They probably do. And um, look, they're the only team that's beaten them in the last <laughs> year. Like, that's true and, as and well. And put it up to them as well. Can't wait for Munster when they play each other. Um, it's always a cracker in fairness, yeah. Yeah, Clare again. It's Again, we're just going to talk about every county in the same way. You don't know what they're going to be. They could be anything. Mm. And they could be great in Munster and then shite in the, come the All-Ireland series. You just don't know. Yeah. Um, Wexford, I was delighted for Jack O'Connor. He got the level and score. Uh, he obviously had a bit of a tough one the last time he was sent off for the face guard. Uh, oh, that was an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Decision. Like, they offered that was. hanging off him. And he offered that started at first completely. But did you see the way it, they actually made amends because the offered lad was suspended for yesterday <laughs> and Jack O'Connor was allowed to play. So they actually made up for that in oh, fairness yeah. to them. Go, go, I like, point in the GAA's yeah. favour on that one now. Give them the... Um, because... Uh, Jack Connor came and it wasn't actually going his way in the game the, he'd given away a few frees dropped a few balls you wouldn't expect from and then gets this lovely score off the left to, to level it up so showed a good bit of character there didn't he like and yeah like Wexford they surely have a, a claim for Leinster this year the way they're uh, going uh, at the moment anyway you think I know do you think yeah league. I think so and like awfully in Kilkenny Offaly are putting their hand up again. I mean, yeah. to be beaten Kilkenny by, was it six points at half time or something six, like that? Five or six half time, yeah. Strong win now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How, how strong is strong? Uh, 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 Gale force. I, yeah, because I, I wasn't watching, watching this and put up a tweet on G.A. Joe saying Offaly are six points up in Kilkenny at half time. And uh, I think it was Pat Ryan Biffo was his username on, on <laughs> Twitter. He replied, there's a gale blowing, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So so that brought them back down to earth. But um yeah, uh, the Lee Chin, Lee Chin went off the hamstring again. This is this is a big worry for Wexford, isn't it? I mean, like the last two years, he's he's had issues know, with that. So they would have been accused of being a one man team before him, but they're obviously proven they can play without him mm. as well. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be, it depends. Like you're gonna have to get a good physio on and see where, where he is. Yeah, but championship, no hundred percent. They absolutely need him. Yeah, it was similar course. last year. He missed a lot of the league and got back for the championship. So they'll they'll just be hoping that they can do the same. I'd again. say the same will happen again. I'd, I'd say he should be alright. I'd say. Yeah, it didn't look didn't, too bad. He didn't look like he was too worried about. No, it. he didn't. To be fair, um, so yeah, um, Limerick hammered Dublin. There's probably not much of a surprise uh, there. Oh, the, Dublin are shite. Was it Dublin are shite <laughs> or Limerick were great? I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> it could be, could be a bit of both. Yeah, like, oh, look, a compliment to Dublin the football. Let's have it out here. They were <laughs> absolutely terrible. Like, um, no one able to lay a hand on Limerick, and I don't think that was necessarily Limerick's doing. It was just like, Dublin yeah. just were not great. Um, 
Look, I suppose Limerick are obviously so good, like, at a, and, and especially when they get to Croke Park. Yeah, you it's know, like, yeah. They're just a different, and in fairness to Dublin, I was watching this game, there was, they had a, they had a bad start and things were looking bad for them, and they got it down to one point just before half time, and you're thinking, right, we're, we're making a bit of a burst here, yeah. and then they concede one four without reply just before half time. And you know what? You go from one point down to six points, seven points down at half time. That's when Limerick, the conditioning of Limerick lads comes in as well later on in the game. Mm. There's just no hope for any team, not to mind Dublin. So. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, Dublin, they're missing Owen O'Donnell, so he's a huge last there fullback because a, a few of the goals kind of came from from around there. Chris Crummy's back. He's centre-back. And he was actually very good at, at the weekend. So... Look, the biggest thing for Dublin, they're playing Wexford in Wexford Park in the first round of the Leinster Championship. Both of them teams, like that is their that's their year, like so. Um I get by you. You're putting your money on Wexford you're now anyway money on for Wexford, that. Um Yeah, like Dublin once once I saw the first few going for Limerick, I was getting worried coming up to half time mind. I was like, go on uh, the old handicap uh, betting on the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah the Limerick proved me uh, proved me right in the end on that one anyway. Yeah. But like um, the panel they have like you mentioned there a while ago, like the lads, they were bringing on, but then to bring on Tom Morrissey, like straight yeah. away, Dan Morrissey on the bench, like God Almighty, <laughs> it is, it is, it's, it's, it's kind of frightening now. Um, as a, as a monster person, especially, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. Sure, the Leinster, the Leinster lads have it so soft, and they hate admitting it. They'll never admit it. Oh, yeah, we've played the mighty Carlo. Like, come on, boys. Yeah, you get put a bit of respect on Carlo. <laughs> I, I will not have any Carlo slander on on this podcast. They had a good win over Leash at the at the weekend, and I think they have two of the best forwards going in in Chris Nolan and Marty Cavanagh. Chris Nolan got four points for play. It's just four, five, six points for play every day. He goes out. And Marty Kavanagh is, you were talking about Aidan McCarthy being a, a good free taker. Marty Kavanagh is, like honest, this side just does not miss. Um, and between the two of them, they're they're brilliant. Uh, Dave Galway in the Leinster first round. Um, how will Tip get on? T- in how will they get on? Were they, were they no, oh, weekend? at the weekend, yeah, played Westmead. They yeah. actually, Tip played um, a lot of the kind of more fringe players because oh, apparently yeah. they're, 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 um, oh, Westmead. They, they, no, they won by four or five. Okay, but they're cutting the panel apparently this week, so lads were kind of given their last chance maybe to to impress. Well, what's it getting cut down from? To I'm not sure. I think there was something like you'd imagine it probably cut down to something like thirty, thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. Um. So they weren't overly impressive at the weekend. Westmead were were very good. Shout out to um. The Westmead uh, corner forward scored um, scored two twelve, which We're is frantically googling his name. Which there. is which is uh, <laughs> secretly sh- I, I'm nearly sure it's David um, David Williams. You gave me away there, you. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they could hear the massive push. Uh, yeah, David Williams got two twelve. So like that's uh, serious shooting in 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 Semple Stadium. Um, look, uh, thanks a million for for coming on the show. Uh, a uh, super sub in for for How Lee Costello. Uh, we'll discuss that later on. Uh, like Cavan lads will get a retired heading out of here now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll be back um, next week. Um, it's just football, so not ideal for the the hurling uh, lovers. But um, we'll be back. Uh, Dan, thanks for coming in today, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, so looking forward to it. See you all then. Sports Joe presents. 
the GAA Hour.